Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Uh, I am good, Connor. Uh, having a great day, as you well know. Uh, ready to talk <laughs> some movie news with my best pal. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I got on the call, listeners, and he's in a filthy mood. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, 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 no. No, the listeners don't need to know how much of a miserable prick I am. <laughs> Just fully from the start, I said hello. You were there, I'm not having a good one. I I think I said I'm losing me fucking reason, Connor. (laughs) So, I think that's a good start. I think that's the Um, energy we need to bring to Movie Mondays. It's it's really the vibe. What we want is hatred. Hatred. And what I want is you to just be a hater. Maybe Mm -hmm. bring down some big franchises. Then we can start some feuds. Well, look, at least we're punching up, you know. So... (laughs) It's not like I'm trying to take down the little guy. When I came out to the call, you said, and the homeless. Let me tell you. First on my list. The Orphans. Second, doctors and nurses. What's going on there? What are they doing? Nothing these days. Kicking back for two years. Um, so yeah, this is Movie Mondays. We're here to talk all the week's movie news. But... First and foremost, whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, if you could give us a like, that would really help us out. Um, I also, I have to let everyone know, we talked a few weeks ago how I found this random audio phone box <laughs> on Amazon yeah, while searching. Um, and I bought it, and I have been using it, and it seems okay. Yeah, it's um, obtrusively big, but hey, what it's can so you do? Big, like it's so big, like ridiculously big, right? And Sean has expressed ex- complete hatred for, for the box, as it has come <laughs> to be known. Um, and this week, for the crack, I oh. decided to buy Sean the box and oh, send did. it to him. And, <laughs> and, and it arrived, and look, my day has not improved, I will say, listeners. <laughs> I will admit the box got some of, a lot of the flack when I came on the call. The box, yeah, yeah. I really took all my hatred out on the box, to be honest. Uh, but look, hopefully my audio sounds good. It look, like from the waveform, it looks a lot cleaner than it usually does. 
Uh, if if the, if your audio is clean, you have to use the box every episode, see, and issue. I hope I hope to ruin your day every day. I, I have no <laughs> doubt it's going to sound better. I just want it on record that I fucking hate it. <laughs> record acknowledged. Now, we're <laughs> <Thank> moving <laughs> to our first story of the week, Sean, and this is a story that popped out to me mostly because it puts me in a difficult position, and we've had this a few times, and. For the last, I would say, probably two months. Right. Because it's the Batman is back in the news. Oh. Now, we have very specifically said, don't tell us any more about the Batman. I want to know um, more information. Correct. It it looks excellent. Just let us go see it. Don't was, show us anything. I was already sold after trailer number one. So mm. every trailer after that is just spoiling things on me. But here's the thing. Another big thing that came out from the trailer was Zoe Kravitz. As yes. Catwoman, Sean. Looks great. Um, and what the Batman has done is one of our absolute least liked things ever is when a movie has not come out yet, but it already has, and I hate these two words, extended universe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> because we know that there's a Gotham PD show coming out. Oh boy is a, there. <laughs> there's, we know that there's a Penguin show coming out that yep. they have said this week is going to be like Scarface. Um, the, yeah, we, we know that they have several different spin-offs lined up, and this week the Batman director, um, Matt Reeves, who seems to be in the news every week, and look, Matt, get that promotion out there for folks to Sorry, not because he's like causing trouble or anything. No, like that. He, he's, he's in just the news constantly for promotion. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like he knows the movie's coming out. He's he's going to be in yeah. that new cycle. Um, but what he said is that HBO Max are currently in talks to have a Catwoman spin-off. Ah, uh, but, like, why? And, like, this is kind of tricky as well, because usually the advice we give to, like, mainly DC movies, I will be honest, is yeah. just make one good one. And Because then, that has been their problem. Yeah, they've tried, they've gone too big too soon, and they've tried to speedrun setting up a cinematic universe. They killed Superman in their second movie. Yeah, and then they brought him back in like their third. And everyone's like, do you care now? Aren't it's you invested? Big, it's pretty heavy stuff. I bet you're emotional. But this is this is a weird situation because it's a movie that I'm very excited about. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. But I also don't want them to plan more. Yeah, it's, it's one of those where we like what they have. Yeah. But every time they do something like this, I get a little less trustworthy. I'm just like, lads, don't break this. Don't don't ruin this. Especially Come because on. the Batman was kind of pitched to the to the audience as being like, no, this is just going to be a self-contained like Batman story verse kind but of. But I thing. think that's why it's a self-contained universe. So they're like, well, we'll just build our own universe. <laughs> but that but that just raises like further questions about like what's actually going on with DC movies. Which are the ones that are connected and which aren't? I don't know, but also actually, Zoe Kravitz, by the way, as Catwoman, looks to be, I mean, fucking excellent. I yeah. know, see, the thing about this, we haven't seen the movie, we don't know, but the trailers, I love that, like, we're all going off like a t- three two-minute trailers, <laughs> and we're like, she's fucking perfect for Catwoman. The Catwoman uh, score got released as well yes uh, and that sounds class like, <laughs> that's all we have to go on like, these little tiny straws that we're clutching at but but the thing about that is like she looks great as Catwoman. she looks perfectly cast in the role and you're like oh i think she's gonna kill it but we haven't seen it but we assume she's gonna kill it yeah so then you're like okay spin-offs are already planned they want her locked in um, I don't know how a Catwoman series would work. I suppose, I mean, Catwoman is good. She's an anti-hero, Sean. She's a good and bad, so... That, that's true, that's true. And and it gives her scope to... You can do stories with, like, smaller villains, maybe? Uh, I would Yeah, I would normally... I mean, to go back to, like, Harley Quinn, or, yeah. um, or like, something like that, where you have... She's kind of a, a criminal, but then you have, like, a bigger criminal that comes along into her area of the city... And she's like, okay, I better get rid of them because it's up to me because Batman's on holidays. Exactly, yeah. And like with Catwoman, you don't have the issue that you have with like a Joker where you're like you're following this inherently bad character 
and you're supposed to root for them. Catwoman is enough of an anti-hero that you're like, oh, I hope she gets away with it. Um, yeah. And you could also do it like, uh, uh, it could just be like six episodes and like it's one big heist that's being planned. Oh, I love a heist. We love a heist. one big heist. And she does all 12 parts of Ocean's 12. <laughs> nine, because she has nine lives as a cat. <gasps> Ocean's Nine, but oh. it's all just her. <laughs> I mean, she's I always like, out of breath. She's like, she does like the big flip, and then she has to run to the next step. She's wearing like half a tuxedo by the end of it because she, she, um, she's like ripping off a mustache while doing backflips into a box. I will say, I'm more excited about this than I am for Gotham PD. Yes, I mean, if they get Zoe Kravitz in to do a six-episode series, I mean, I think that would be a very big hit. I, th- I think, as you said, I think this is more of a, a way to go rather than a Gotham PD. Not that we think Gotham PD will be bad, but we don't really know I'm, what it is. Yeah, and I'm not really interested in a police procedural drama where they tease Batman for 24 episodes of a season. It's weird that Penguin, I mean, Colin Farrell, I mean, he's Penguin, but he got he got greenlit before Catwoman, which is a very strange series of events. Yeah, unless it's maybe like audience screenings and testings that like Catwoman's performing really well with people. And they're like, OK, we got, I guess we just ride that Catwoman train until the end. I, I think that's, they probably brought out the trailer and everyone went mad and everyone's like, oh, more but I mean, how could, they have no- how could they have not known? Like, <laughs> like the, yeah, that movie looks amazing. Yeah, surely they have eyes, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, like, they seen the shot of them on the skyscraper. Well, obviously, the green screen behind them. But they're like, yeah. they imposed the skyscra- on the skyscraper shot or the building site. And they're just like, oh, yeah, we should probably do a series for yeah. for one of them characters. Just very talented actor. Yeah, yeah, bring him in. Bring him in. Give him more money. Um, also, did you hear about uh, Paul Dano? Paul Dano. <laughs> Ridiculous. Being like, like, oh, I'm so insane now from playing the Joker. But actually, he actually didn't say that. Did you read the The article? He said he couldn't sleep or something, wasn't it? No, the article, he literally goes, aye, there was a few sleepless nights, but like, um, it was just me trying to kind of plan the character, but it wasn't that big. And then like, the headline was like, he couldn't sleep for months. (laughs) He nearly died. Well, that's what I get for just reading headlines. (laughs) Yeah, like, if the article, I was like, really interested, like, how deep did he go? And he's literally just like, me and you going, yeah, I was really nervous about going to set. I lost a few hours, a few nights sleep now, just like, I was like, oh, I'm the Riddler, like, in a Batman movie. I was like, he didn't sleep for days. He was going mad for once. forever. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. Lo- I, there's a weird fascination where, like, people have to fuck over the rest of the crew to be cool or, like, fuck with their own but, mental health. I don't understand that. Yeah, I also, but there's also, like, that's just journalism now. It's just, like, drive clicks. Like, anytime yeah. Tom Holland, God help him, gives an interview... Some journalist asks, oh, and what's next for Spider-Man? And he says, I don't know. Like, it's not nothing's really set in stone yet. And then the headline is, Tom Holland talks Spider-Man's <laughs> uncertain future at Marvel. Like, it's such bullshit. Tom Holland re-signing or not, question <laughs> <Yeah>. mark? <laughs> Does Tom Holland finish with Spider-Man? And the answer is just, I don't, we don't know. <laughs> to be fair, from his point of view, I don't make that fucking decision. Like, like <laughs> have you heard of Kevin Feige? Do you think I get paid to be like, Kevin, this is what we're doing. We're doing yeah. Spider-Man 4. Ask him and he'll tell you also... Oh, we're working on something, but we can't say anything yet. Exactly. Um, look, it, what can you do? Also, the bit of news, I, another bit of news I have about the Batman, it's coming out, see, they're, they're releasing lots of news this week, is um, the, it's to add more weight to our favourite rumour, possibly ever, oh. is hero of the pod, I would say saviour of the podcast, Barry Keown, only the most Irish man in Hollywood. Um, yeah, the most Irish man who maintains being Irish throughout Hollywood. And so we have to support him. Like, I mean, you have Fassbender there, but he's got a little, like, the American twang now. What, what we want is Barry, who's Not just Barry. a pure Irish lad. Yeah, pure Dublin accent, Barry Keown. <laughs> and so Barry, uh, the rumours that he is going to be Joker have had a bit more weight added to them, just due to the fact that um, they had the roll call or the... The credit list for the Batman was right. revealed, and he is unseen Arkham prisoner, and that required prosthetics. Even though originally he was down as police department officer Stanley Merkel. 
I mean, it's all kind of coming together. Maybe he's maybe he's Clayface, though. You know, uh, <laughs> we'd actually like that more, though. I think so. He oh, he turns up as Joker and then he turns into Clay. <gasps> I'm not going to give spoilers for Arkham City, but, but yes, but it's exactly like Arkham City, that game from 15 years ago. <laughs> actually, I can give spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's like that. It's a very good <laughs> game. But yeah, so Barry could be the Joker if if we get Irish Joker. I ha- we have to support it. Oh, like we have to support it, but also Halloween parties are going to be fucking boring as shit this year. Also, um, if Barry comes out, he's like, "How did you get prepared for role?" Well, I just went for a few pints, yeah, and then I just turned up on set. That's just, kind of what I did. I've been talking to lunatics for <laughs> for my whole life, like. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and I have a report oh. that I think might interest you because um, there's a little thing called Doctor Strange 2 coming out. And last week we revealed like a little minor trailer review for it um, just because, yeah, I mean, pretty big trailer. It. Pretty big trailer. We had to talk about Moonfall as well, so it, it, it didn't have time to fit into the regular episode. If you haven't seen Moonfall, by the way, please listen to our oh. review because you're not missing anything. <laughs> we sum up the whole movie and you know, all bits aside, God, it's awful. God, it's horrendous. I don't agree with my podcast partner. It is the greatest movie of 2022. Um, still in the bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in the bit for months. I'm freed. I'm freed from the bit. <laughs> You ran out and like waved your arms out in the air. I'm free. <laughs> yeah. The uh, sorry, uh, you were saying Doctor Strange in the multiverse of second Doctor Strange movie. Exactly, that is the full name. So um, it has a bit of madness going into it, show when it comes oh. to the cast. Oh. <laughs> oh, lads! Well, the report has come out. Um, that a new Wolverine could be making his MCU debut in Very Doctor Strange 2. But he's, I think it, it's not Hugh Jackman is what people are saying. I don't think it is. Now, which could confuse people because, of course, we heard Patrick Stewart's voice um, last yeah. week. Well, Sir Patrick Stewart, I should say. Um, as Professor X. He was in the last trailer. Um, but... What they're saying is it won't be Hugh Jackman, but it could be a different Wolverine. For example, the MCU's version of Wolverine that they would be bringing in. Yeah, like why not? Um, it's it would make. I I think you need to distance yourself from that version of Wolverine. Like I think, especially with Logan, that character's done. Leave it alone. It won't be as interesting to see him rehash old adventures. I I think if Logan hadn't come out. I think there would be like a fan, there would be a fan circus Absolutely. Like, cast him. Because the end of the Wolverine, uh, for example, he gets on the plane in Japan and he has the classic Wolverine suit in a briefcase. And imagine he turned up wearing that in Doctor Strange too. That would be and madness. So- yeah, and like I, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I like I can understand that. But once Logan came out, I to me, I'm like, that's done. Yeah, um, no more. Professor X, you can bring him in as part of the Illuminati. Wolverine doesn't have that partnership. He's with the X Men. So if you're bringing him in, he can't be part of like some multiversal like paddle of geniuses. He's gonna yeah. have to be part of the team. And once you bring him in as part of the team, then he's gonna have to. You're probably gonna have to recast. The, the part to somebody do you um, think it'll be who. like yeah uh, the the one my vote goes for uh, do you know Jared Kiesel um, uh, he's in a show called Letterkenny and he plays a very angry fighty Canadian man uh, oh he'd be quite good he'd be quite good at <laughs> I don't know if he fits the moles <laughs> but um, I've been hearing a lot of theories though that the mutants in this like they might have existed all the time in the MCU, and Professor X kept them hidden from everyone's knowledge. And so all the mutants appear at once, and that's what starts the mutant panic. Right, so what they're doing is, like, Professor X is the one to instigate. Now, is that Sir Patrick Stewart, Professor X? Or is that their own Professor X going to come in? I think... I don't know. I, I think 
this is going to be Patrick Stewart passing the torch to the next Professor X, who won't be James McAvoy, though. <laughs> so James a- McAvoy will also have to be there, and the two of them will have to pass the torch to the next one. Wouldn't it be entirely fucked if James McAvoy played Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> he's built now. He's, he's got that split muscles. He's got them split muscles. He's jacked. Uh, he, he's a huge jacked man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, but I, I just... I don't know are we getting full mutants in this movie is my thing. So I think any Wolverine we get might just be a tease. Yeah, I, I, look, I don't think... It could be as simple as the after credit scene. You have you know a guy what? slice yeah. through a door. Yeah, or the, yeah, or like they go to... Like, I don't know, the princess bar or something like that. And there's, you see a hand with a cigar and some cut knuckles. Basically the trailer for the Wolverine game. Uh, that, but in the MCU, yeah, I mean it's it's something that like is all they were always going to do because I mm. mean the Wolverine is the most bankable star of the team, and if you're going to bring in mutants, you have to bring in Wolverine. It's just a it's a steady line of who do you cast because that casting process that's going to be in the news cycle for fucking months. That it's going to be like it could be this, could be him, could be him. We don't know, and then like it comes to the point of. They've actually done quite well with X Men casting, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of trust. But that is Fox, and they did everything right. So <laughs> name one thing <laughs> Fox has ever done wrong. I challenge. You. Okay, X Men: The Last Stand. Okay, fine. Wolverine Origins. Fine. Fine. Dark Phoenix. Okay, but oh, did a train right. fight. <laughs> yeah, the train fight, though. Did you guys see the train fight? What was I a bit? They the... just fall through the train fight, like portals open up. And they just fall through, and that's it. And we have and, and you see like <laughs> Fastbender just ripping through boys using all the metal, just breaking arms with metal panel. Oh, it's such a good fight! It's on YouTube. Look up Magneto train fight. It's the best. I think that one movie of the year, one year with us, <laughs> it won moment of the year. Moment certainly, the year. I mean, yeah, yeah. like we we panned that whole movie, but that one scene, we were like, "Fuck me, that's what Magneto would do." Magneto always gets one badass scene. There's that one where he kills like 20 men with a necklace oh yeah, yeah. no I, I, you can't be uh, first class though when he's in the bar I mean that that's oh yeah that's yeah, peak hunting Nazis oh beautiful bring Fassbender in bring I'll take Fassbender in I'll take McAvoy in as well I don't mind yeah, I think the two of them are really good um, okay so yeah there could be a new Wolverine coming up Shaw we haven't heard who it's going to be in what capacity he's going to be in the movie also Ryan Reynolds has come out and said that Deadpool is not in the film uh, despite reports yeah but people of are course, convinced they see him in the fucking poster and stuff like that it, it's one of those where like he's after coming out like seriously I'm not in it but I feel like people have been scared by Garfield um, in the previous yeah. series. So I think he probably isn't in it. But he's like, no, I'm not like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> it's not what it all. There's nothing right I can say in this situation. Also, Tobey Maguire is reportedly in this movie as well. True, yeah. I Sam think he's stunt double. Or no, his, uh, his they found out because double. his it's... Spanish voice actor, yeah. the guy who, voiced, who dubs him in Spain... What said he was in a project. He was around, there's a photo of him with Scarlet Witch's yeah. Spanish voice actor. <laughs> like the internet is fucking weird. There's no um, secrets. It's amazing. And, and also, this was meant. This was meant to come out before Spider Man as well. So it was, yeah. So, but I, uh, I don't know if the reveal in Spider Man would have been as good without. No, it, it was way better because we hadn't seen him. Hadn't seen him in ten years, twenty years, fifteen um, years. 105 years since Seabiscuit um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news and Sean this is a project of a movie that came out I would say whew, many years ago uh, oh. I don't know the exact date 2007 I would say uh, I Am Legend Oh, is the project is now in development at Warner Brothers Sean as a remake or a sequel I think it's a remake why <laughs> shit property to remake that's a great movie <laughs> yeah but you see here's the thing they're remaking like Sherlock Holmes Ready Player One um, they were I think they're, re- they're remaking Yes Man I think they're all the in Jim development the Jim Carrey film Yes Man yeah I think they're remaking that so like they've thrown in I Am Legend as like just a bunch of product projects from like the mid 2000s that they're like yes 
People need to see these again. But Will Smith looks the same. You could cast him again. You could have the same movie. Same movie. Just do do it again. Uh, like what's the what's the oh, what? Is there a massive clamouring for a remake of I Am Legend, or has is this a case that they lose the rights if they don't make a film in that franchise? Um, I see. I don't know legally what what's happening. What mm. what I do know is that it it seems a bit weird. <laughs> like it's not a movie. Have you seen anyone ever in the history of the world, other than maybe Will Smith's agent, who maybe wants another payday, say, "You know what the world needs? Another I Am Legend movie." But the thing is, I think there might be a sequel book. Or, like, the story carries on after the events of the film. Because I Am Legend is based off of a book. Uh, so, it's based off um, the 19... I think it's 1954 novel? Yeah, something like that. It's it, it's like... Um, it's like Doctor Doolittle. There was a really old version of it, and then they remade it with... Any, like, all that kind of stuff. But, like, I genuinely think this is a licensing thing, that, like, the rights to the book expire if you don't make a film every 15 years. Like how Fantastic Four kept getting movies. But, I mean, they, they were discussing a prequel to it at, at the start. That's and now just I f- regular life, though. <laughs> yeah, I love the prequel to the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, this is going grand. <laughs> but we get, like, flashbacks, too, before the zombie apocalypse in I Am Legend. Like, uh, yeah, but we don't get to see a full prequel movie of everything fine and then everything not so fine. And the last shot is, like... The really bad stuff. You're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen in the next one. Oh, that came out ten years ago. <laughs> I know what happened. I know exactly where this story is going. Um, I do. I that's that's a remake that doesn't even make me terribly angry, but it's just so fundamentally uninteresting as a concept. It was, and part of the slew of like remaking, well, the Ocean's Eleven's franchise as well. Ready Player One. Like Sherlock That's Holmes. A recent movie, though. Ready Player, Ready Player One. One is like 2016? Yeah. 2017? Something like that. Like, it's just every who, everyone who was like, who showed up in Space Jam is now just getting another movie. <laughs> it, I think the issue is Warner Brothers are now, they've got HBO Max and they're just filling that shit out. Like, they are throwing everything yeah. at. So what do, what do we own? What can we put into development? Okay, well, we'll put all this stuff that's not Disney or Star Wars or Marvel into development and we'll see what happens. Yeah, and maybe this will be the one that takes off. Maybe this will be, like, the sleeper hit that everyone suddenly loves. Um, I, look, I I read this and I was kind of like, is that might be the most unass for <laughs> new development. Maybe Yes Man might pip it as the most unwanted. But I think for a comedy, you can kind of, you know, say, oh, well, we'll get this new comedic actor in and get them to do their own thing. But, like, for, like, an action-adventure drama, I'm like, but we've already hit all of those story beats. Like, we know exactly... You can't kill that dog again. Let's kill it again. That, no. Maybe somebody at Warner Bros. is just really vicious. Just really <laughs> hates Alsatian dogs. <laughs> Fucking kill him. <laughs> like, shoot the scene again, Will. I'm like, tw- it's tw- like 10 years later, shoot the scene again, Bring Will. Bring in another dog. <laughs> this is weird. This, this is a weird vibe is, on this This dynamic side. does not work for me. <laughs> um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. It involves one of our favourite actors working at the minute uh, Mr Thor himself ah, um, Mr Christopher Hemsworth because this he's going to be playing a villain coming oh. up which is a role I never thought I'd see him in anymore um, because it's going to be a connection of Chris Hemsworth Mad Max Furiosa prequel oh. combined together with Chris Hemsworth being reportedly playing the villain in the movie. It's quite good, actually. That's, that's, that's gotten me hyped for this film now that I originally was not hyped for. So, hmm. like, it, it's one of those where, like, you have you have Tor. He, he's there. Um, and he's very charismatic. He's very likeable. But what if we made him a villain who's like a shit talker? Like, just chewing scenery. I mean, that's... Really interesting. And that's a side of Chris Hemsworth we don't get to see very often. 
Can you been... remember the last time he was a villain? Uh, home and Away. Uh... <laughs> Toward the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was his own worst enemy in, in Endgame, wasn't he? Oh. <laughs> Should have gone for the head, dickhead. <laughs> oh, you prick. Uh... <laughs> We're dead. <laughs> I want him to be a serious villain, though. Like, I don't want him to be, like, a jokey kind of villain, you know? I think he's going to be, like, the charismatic villain who's, like, funny and you kind of like, which is weird. So, the Furiosa prequel is, of course, based off the character in Mad Max Fury Road. Um, and Char- this is Charlie's Tarod's character. She is not coming back for the movie itself. But they are doing a prequel first. So, they're kind of, like, filling out the cast as they go along. Because, I mean, yeah. it's a pretty big property. To, to go along with like that that movie was fucking amazing when it came out so now they're doing some prequels yeah do you think uh, this is something I meant to ask you about this movie when we first talked about it um, are they just going to tease her losing her arm for most of the movie like she keeps getting into situations where she might lose an arm constantly around chainsaws <laughs> around like chainsaws. juggling chainsaws like there's like spinning buzz saws and like she, she has to reach her hand into some place and she doesn't know what's going to happen I think there's going to be a lot of that in this movie there's like a hole in the wall she puts her arm through and there's like a, a chainsaw machine on the other side like slowly coming down and she's like oh sorry I just forgot my hat and she just pulls it back out and then she pulls a little latch and then Mount Rushmore falls down and you go inside and you find all the treasure and Ed Harris is there and he sacrifices himself to save everyone <laughs> Sean could you let everyone know what that reference is that's from National Treasure 2 no, book book of, that's not Book of Secrets sorry book of National, Secrets, yeah. what's the one National Treasure just National Treasure just I mean you can't original, beat it. original recipe National Treasure what can I say original <laughs> recipe we reviewed that movie over on our Patreon. If you want to hear us talk about a very bad film that Sean likes. I, I, I like it because I've seen it, I think, the most out of most things. It's one of the worst. It's just... <laughs> I always just think of Nicolas Cage shouting at that poor woman in the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does that a lot. Shouts a lot of people in too, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. It's a very aggressive young man. Um, so look, yeah, Chris Hemsworth has officially joined the cast. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is also in this project. Um, so, I mean, this cast is being filled out as we go along. I think it's going to be it's going to be really, really good if they let Chris Hemsworth go, like, all the way dickhead, like, pure shithousery. Yeah, and I think the director will probably... Like, allow him to do that. You know, because it, it's uh, Max Miller. Is that who is the Mad Max director? Mark Miller? Someone like that. It's a Miller, anyway. Uh, <laughs> like, no, what, what I mean is, like, the Mad Max as a property has always been looked after very, like, carefully, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's one of those projects. Like it's um, it's it's been around a while. Like I mean, you had Gibson back in the day as well. So like it's been around forever. But like the name you're, by the way, you're frantically looking for. Yeah, <laughs> I was, go- I was just going to let you hang out. Is George Miller, of course. Um, <laughs> I was going to see how long it took you. <laughs> That was born yeah, in 1945, by the way. That, that dude, he's been around. He has been around. Um, but yeah, he like he did 20... It was 2015 that Fury Roll came out, and that got a lot applauded. So he's not one to rush the next one. Because yeah. I think if he didn't have the sway he did, like, they would have been like, we want another one for 2017. Like, do it again. But he's like, no, 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 I'm going to make Happy Feet 3. <laughs> Puts his arrow up, lads. I have Happy Feet four and five already lined up. I apologize. Schedule to these things, gentlemen. <laughs> this made a billion dollars, though, George. Shut up. And happy Feet made, six. This made children happy. <laughs> feet. Oh, oh, very good. Madness. Um, Sean, I think seeing Chris Hemsworth as a villain might be like really weird. Is it going to be hard to root against him? I think so. It's the same problem we have with The Rock as Black Adam. Where he's too charming and nice. So, you you can't come down against that man. Yeah, I think... uh, Unless they make him do something just horrific, like... He kills four Alsatians uh, walking on set. And then, like, then kills Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Because Mad Max is in the I Am Legend universe because the whole world was killed 
and turned into a desert wasteland. I'm not sure that's the plot of the I Am Legend. They have weird vampire zombies. Yeah, but they all die as well, so, somehow. Um, look, I don't make the rules, Sean. I'm just trying to get. I'm just giving ideas here. Right? They it's found a, a cure at the end of I Am Legends. <laughs> they they sacrificed himself for a cure, Connor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but la dee da cure. But what about Hemsworth in? I mean, this is a prequel. You could you could set this the day after I Am Legend. Nobody'd be none the wiser. Day after tomorrow. <gasps> Throw it in. <laughs> <laughs> Pull them all in, boys. Get rolling in. Yeah. Roland is a consultant on Mad Max. <laughs> I think Roland would somehow find a way to ruin any franchise he gets involved with. Yeah, um, especially his own. <laughs> yes. If you don't know who we're talking about, it's Roland Emmerich, director of Moonfall. Connor's favourite um, film of 2022 that he has decided in February of 2022. I don't, no, I don't know 2022. I think that's a bit far-fetched. Definitely the 20s and the te- teens of, of this oh. century. A lot of things came out in that time, Connor. It's my favourite movie since Yes Man, whenever that came out. I think that was 2004? Yeah, like that's, that's it. Movie. That, that's it. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this is a show that I thought you might be interested in knowing all about. Oh. Because the CW... Are getting oh, back no. involved oh, in no. superheroes? <laughs> oh no! Please, no! I thought we were free. I think the Flash is still going. I think a lot of them are still going on, but I don't give a shit. Is, is the Flash still going where he fights a reverse Flash every year? I think yeah, it's the same reverse because the whole thing is that no one is faster than the Flash until yeah, and then there's the scene where he runs really quick and the villain catches his punch because he's like a millisecond faster and you're yeah. like oh he's got no hope this season Barry you're done yeah or like he's able he's not even ru- like this other dude isn't even running he's just time travelling to slightly before the flash arrives at the location like it's a whole bunch of bullshit and like Eobard <laughs> Thawne is there like seven times I think in that series <laughs> but saying all that look obviously the CW patch your record yeah. Um, still has Arrow season two on its on its list, though. I mean, so you can't. I mean, that's a that's a great season of television. That yeah, like it's, to use a very nerdy example. Uh, did you ever play RuneScape? Um, y- yes. Well, to get to level from level zero to level ninety two in RuneScape took exactly the same amount of time as getting from level ninety two to ninety nine. And Arrow season two is like the zero to ninety two. It gets you most of the way there, CW. We will forgive a lot of things because Arrow Season 2 exists. <laughs> and in Season 3 he dies, and then it's just real bad. Yeah. I think it had a renaissance in Season 6. Anyway, this isn't about Arrow. Um, but the CW, they have a patchy record, is what we'll say. Um, yeah. Sorry, we when we first met, one of the first times we met, we were talking about comic books, and I was like, oh, I like Green Arrow. And you very disparagingly said to me, oh, is that because you like the TV show? <laughs> Did I? You did, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what no, it's because I played Injustice. <laughs> oh, but I'll tell you something, you shouldn't become friends with that dickhead. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like a nice boy. He sounds like a bully. <laughs> yeah. Let <laughs> no, me send you a box you. without asking. I, I wasn't... <laughs> I was pushing you while I said it. <laughs> Probably just from the TV show, nerd. <laughs> Trying to do a podcast, dickhead. <laughs> I negged you into it. Um, well, the CW, they have a learn shot. Because mm. they're back. Um, With a vengeance? W- well, what they've decided to do is they've seen what Titans is doing. Um, okay. And doing also excellently, we must say. And Better the CW has thought, who do we need? Like, what characters should we bring in to attract our CW audience? We need young, attractive actors to play these drama-riddled heroes. Um, right. Titans does it well. But what if we got Nightwing, spoiler, <laughs> and possibly Joker's daughter in a Gotham Knights <laughs> series? What the fuck, man? <laughs> That's going to be awful, though. They still don't have a Batman, right? In the CW? Yeah. Uh, no, they don't have the rights to Batman. And But I, the CW isn't involved in Titans, like, Titans is pure Warner Brothers. Yeah. So, 
And by that logic, it's a different Nightwing that's currently in the really bad show Titans. Not Brendan Thwaites. And Brendan Thwaites, a very nice Nightwing. I think he looks very well in the role. I think he's well cast. He's just, just a really terribly. Just a really bad show. If we're, if we're honest with ourselves, Ian Glenn is Batman. It, I'm not getting into it, the but first that is the worst. It was fine. It was okay. But then, oh, lads, it went downhill so quick. Actually, uh, the guy who plays uh, Jason Todd is an absolute prick in that show. He's he's great. He's so a pure shit house. Shit. <laughs> like that is all you need. You just need Jason Todd to be a shit house. But the, what they've done is the CW have decided that a Gotham Knights show will will bring everyone back who was involved with Arrow and Flash. Yeah, um, <laughs> of course it will. But like. And it, 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 the Joker's daughter as well. I don't think they have a Joker either. Um, oh no, does Gotham have a Joker? Go- Gotham has a Joker. Yeah. Has two Jokers for a while and then they had one Joker. So they have multiple Jokers to bring in yeah. from Gotham. But that Joker was like 20. Gotham, Because ah. Gotham isn't connected to the CW series. But Gotham is set before Batman exists. So if you forward it on 15 years, that Joker has had a child, that child has grown up, then they join Gotham Knights. So you're saying then <laughs> that the Joker's daughter is the same age as Batman in this? I'm saying the child in Gotham is Ian Glenn, is what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So you've just tied Gotham, the CW, and Titans all together. <laughs> to me, they're all the same. As a man who loves Batman, I just don't care. It's all filler <laughs> bullshit. Because we know this because they are currently out looking for casting, um, along with Nightwing, Spoiler, and a few other Batman allies, mm-hmm. um, because they've put out the press release for a character that they have described as athletic and sensitive. And man- mentions the death of his parents and adoption by Bruce Wayne. Not to give off spoilers of who it is. Right, what if it's... What if, what if you just go straight to, like, I don't know, Tim Drake? Here's the thing. I was actually gonna, about to say that. Because the next one is Spoiler, who is a 15 year, or an 18-year-old female actor playing a sarcastic and smart character who appears to be Stephanie Brown. Who is, of course, a former Robin and yeah. is a, is spoiler. Here's the issue I find with that. If this is a very comic booky complaint to have, and I feel like I'm like on Twitter, like, well, actually, but notoriously, Stephanie Brown and Tim Drake are normally like they're a one-two combo. They they're come they're together. not they like they're romantically involved, but they're also like I would normally just associate the two of them as they're in the same age bracket. They kind of grow up together and they know each other well. And one appears in each other's stories all the time. But to cast an 18-year-old Nightwing and then an 18-year-old Stephanie Brown is the strangest casting ever. Because to me, I've never even... I don't think... They probably have been in the same comic book. (laughs) Have they interacted? (laughs) I don't know. Have they had any meaningful stories together? No, probably not. I mean, you could easily, as you say, do Tim Drake and, like, he's athletic, he's sensitive... And his parents died and he was adopted by Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and like then you also have, like, and it's terrible to say, but I feel like Red Robin is probably an easier marketing thing than Nightwing. Uh, because you have the name Robin in there somewhere. This this is true. They also are trying to look for a bluebird uh, who is Harper Rowe. Um, I covered her in Hero Zero. Jesus, I, I, that must have been like a year and a half ago. Um, but she normally has blue hair, and she she's a grand character. I I wouldn't say she's up there with Nightwing and Spoiler, but uh, <laughs> she's she's fine. Um, they're also looking for a Julia Penny Pennyworth, who's the daughter of Alfred. Off. <laughs> what they're just making a little like like a uh, they're making like a Bat Family, but like they're making Tiny Toon Adventures, but for Batman. I think what you're looking for is Teen Titans, but Maybe. for Batman. Yeah, but are, like, is is Alfred's daughter just like born into surface? Like, is that her? Like, if 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 I remember correctly, I don't even I don't think I've ever heard of Alfred having a daughter. 
What about Alicia Silverstone? Well, that's a granddaughter. Okay. Also, how has Alfred got a daughter that's in this team? If we're honest with ourselves, Alfred's about 80. When did he have this daughter? That's true. She'd have to be around kind of 18. Unless she's like 30. And she's like looking after the kids. Oh, she she's the leader. She's the the no, she's the Alfred. Like she's the older, like level headed person amongst all these eighteen year olds who are trained to kill. <laughs> uh, most intriguing is a call for an actor to play the daughter of the most dangerous man in Gotham, which That's Bruce we, Wayne, objectively, <laughs> objectively Bruce Wayne, yeah. <laughs> which is Duella Dent, uh, which is of course uh, Joker's daughter. Um, in the comics, it's cl- she's claimed to be numerous villains' offspring. So, I mean, they could do whatever they want. And then also, Lucius Fox's daughter is also in this show. Oh. <laughs> so they literally have, they have the tech person. They have the essentially Joker that they can fight against. Yes. They do Nightwing. They basically have Batman. Uh, and then you have a Robin and uh, like a Bluebird and a... Like, oh. As as someone who I mean I've already said I loved Arrow for mm-hmm. two seasons. Um, I look, I'm I don't I'm not going to look down on a bit of drama, right? People, a bit of drama, CW superhero show. That's fine. It's when it goes on for seven seasons. I'm like, I'm out after two. Let's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop. It's I when Diggle becomes Green Lantern. Like that's <laughs> when you know you've gone too far. It's when Diggle hasn't died <laughs> after two seasons. Yeah, um, but. This, as a man who loves Nightwing and loves Gotham and everything new in all that universe, this is one of the stupidest ideas for a show I've ever seen. I, as a man who is interested in the universe and the comics and the stories and the characters, I have no interest in this show. Like, they, I am they, not watching uh, this week on week. As they literally said, they looked, they took all of the characters in Gotham and then they went, well, what if they had a son? And what if they had a daughter? And yeah. they were the same personality traits, but we had the rights to the characters that they had of their offspring rather than was, them. And there was no threat of them being used in any major DC EU <laughs> properties. <laughs> they're not going to use Duella Dent. They're going to use Joker. So we'll use her. Yeah, they're, they're going to use Barry Keown. Um <laughs> It must be tough as an actor, though, because if you like, it, it would be a great like as like. You know, 18, 19, 20 year old actor. It's like, oh, I'm playing Nightwing on the CW. You're kind of locked into never playing any other major comic book role, though. I, yeah, I suppose. But like it also, it's a, it's a good paycheck because you would you will be the lead of the show. Whether you're, Tim, I, whether you're Dick Grayson or Tim Drake, you're the lead of the show because yeah. they don't have Batman. And so they'll do what the Titans have done. And I mean, the whole first season of Titans is just let's, it's just the Robin show. But yeah. uh, like, I, I like him more that... as a detective in that show as well. Like when he's just a regular person. <laughs> Episode one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so they are doing a Gotham Night show. Look, I don't know if people will probably watch the first episode out of curiosity, but will this be good? No, this won't be good. It'll be like everything else that the CW makes and it'll be basically Smallville. That's pretty good. That's a good team song. <laughs> oh, no, the team song's unreal. But <laughs> They should do it where they're all just normal kids in school until the last episode of the last season, season 10, and oh, then and they, they all, all sue up. But the whole time, they're all wearing colours traditionally associated yeah, with their characters. Like, so, yeah, you'll you be able to pick them out. Like, like, yeah, yeah, you have Dick to Grayson is Dick Grayson is obviously wearing like a blue hoodie or oh, like a yeah. navy hoodie. Oh, uh, you, you know, Red Robin, of course, he's wearing. Of course. Red Green. <laughs> I know my Batman lore. <laughs> so. Horribly colorblind listeners. We haven't told Just, just guessing. Just pure <laughs> guessing. Um, so <laughs> I love the reading Red Robin and going, what? I wonder. Guess Hang on. Because he loves Christmas. <laughs> um, Sean, we are finishing off this week with some pretty big news involving your favorite, your, I would say your favorite franchise. Um, oh. Real steel, and it's some, and it's not real steel. But what Pirates I do have is like Caribbean. I have several big pieces of news regarding Lucasfilm and oh. Star Wars. Right, okay. I I do enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite, but I think it's good mostly. So here's the thing. I have a story that I know will annoy you. Okay. I also have a show or an idea or a rumor that I feel like might intrigue you. Oh. Or the last one is just 
another story about Obi-Wan Kenobi series. <laughs> right. Okay. I Look, I, I came into this show annoyed. I think I'll leave it annoyed, Connor. This is also the biggest story out of the three of them. Oh, Because <laughs> we have Lucasfilm could still be develop or could be developing a new Star Wars trilogy <laughs> set after the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> really? What le- what is there left to tell? She buried the lightsabers. Metaphorically Val- closing things out where it began. Vanity Fair reporter Joanna Robinson speaking on a podcast this week said she has heard within the company that there there's a few rumors, few talks going on about a new trilogy in active development. Um, although she also warned, you can fill an entire stadium with ideas Lucasfilm has been writing and interested in, but never realised <laughs> true incompetence. Yeah, like that <laughs> Ryan Johnson trilogy. Uh, the Game of Thrones guys were going to do a movie. Yeah. Uh, they ruined Game of Thrones to make that movie, and it just never came out. And then they didn't get the Star Wars thing because of the Game of, Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah a new trilogy set after the rise of Skywalker I'm thinking hear me out Mm. somebody is related to Skywalker interesting interesting what if Obi-Wan Kenobi had a kid (gasps) oh shit and And their grandchild their grandchild then is friends with Rey <gasps> bring Ray back. Bring Ray back. Daisy Ridley is just eager to come back to she, Star Wars. She like hates Star Wars. So Aaron, Daisy, come on now. Daisy, this one's a good one now. We have this trilogy planned, I promise. You know they are calling Oscar Isaac and just being like, hey, you're the Han Solo type. You want to come back? The phone call. Hey, um, yeah. So look, we know you weren't happy the first we've, time. We've all said some things. Yeah, we we look. We all said we didn't. We hated the franchise. and We would never appear on it again. Look, we've all said that. But what if we gave you a truckload of money? Oh, still no. Still hung no. Up. Firm. <laughs> hung <okay>. up. <laughs> well, I guess he is Moon Knight after all. Yeah, he's got that Marvel money now. Is <laughs> and and that Dune money. Uh, oh yeah, he's doubling up. He's got so um, much money. Um, I mean, yeah. Look, make it. I suppose, but I am really not interested in that at all. I think what's happened is that they are obviously concentrating on the series right now. Like, they are working on The Mandalorian, Boba Fett, all that stuff, and of course Obi-Wan. But you know Lucasfilm. Like, they're not going to just do series for the rest of time. They think Star Wars, they think Blockbuster. They think money. Yeah. They like money. So they're not going to wait another 15 years before they do another one of these trilogies or another one of these movies in this universe. So I think we were all kind of expecting these, this news at some stage. It just feels like their last wound is still a bit raw and they're already at it again. Yeah, like I I, I just feel like it was. it's not even that the idea... The ideas going into those movies, the most recent trilogy was terrible. It's just that the execution was fumbled so, so badly that you, you, I feel like they need to take time, realise what they did wrong, and really realise it. Not just wait two years and say, oh, we know where we fucked up. No, I want a report done on how they fucked up and why, and I want them to make movies better in future. <laughs> I feel like they're doing the bit where like a celebrity gets caught out for doing something bad. They're taking yeah. two years off. They're getting out of the limelight for two years. And then they're going to come back and hope nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, and Oh, and big donation, of course, to but, relevant oh, charity. My, my local charity who I have offended. <laughs> dogs! I'm giving money to dogs. <laughs> this is Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I mean... There's nothing wrong with making more Star Wars movies is the thing. Like, imagine seeing them rebuild the Jedi from the ground up. Like, Look, I think there's lots of money to be made and there's lots of good ideas, but I just don't trust them. So hearing this news, I'm like, oh, lads, is it going to be the same? Is it, though? Or is it going to be different? Again, like, come on. We can't be burned again. 
Like, I, I, I don't think we can take that. Just like, we're doing another trilogy. We'll make it up as we go along. It's something about fucking someone. Here's this big bad guy. Nope, he's cut in half. Whoa. Here's this the same bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's also, he's a grandfather. Of, oh, look, it's He's it's a, a clone? It's, it's a ting. Um, someone's going to kiss someone to death. <laughs> it's okay, this dagger, when you stand precisely here. We'll point at the wreckage, which we know was vaporised from the end of episode six. What if we kill Chewie? <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> Half kill Chewie. <laughs> yeah, what if we gave everyone the emotional beat of beloved character Chewbacca being killed? And then in the next scene, he's alive. And then what if, what if we took that scene, right? And in the next scene, we gave everyone the emotional distraught of C-3PO getting his memory wiped out. And then that's one of our characters who we've been with through the whole series. God. And in the scene after that, we went, oh, he's got a reboot button. Oh, we had our last saved file just there a few days ago. He's grand. Oh, oh thank God. Oh, he, maybe he <laughs> forgot a couple of little bits, but he's mostly back to normal. That's great. He forgot, like, yesterday's shopping. <laughs> but other than that, he's fine. <laughs> like, it would, it would break my heart, I think, to, like, go through all of that again. Like, another it took seven so long. years. Took so long to get over it. Not even get over it, but to get through it. Yeah, because it, like, it yeah it felt like number nine was coming out for a decade. Yeah, and then it was just we did a like a three hour review on it with Connor Martin. It was so bad. <laughs> um, we're moving on another bit of Star Wars news. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, his oh. series apparently there could be a young Leia plot that has reportedly surfaced this week within oh. the show itself. I mean, I guess um, yeah, they, she's growing up at the same rate as Luke is, so. That makes she's sense. A, I so like it. The idea is, I think she's going to be like ten. Would that right. would that make sense? I'm trying to work yeah. out the the time logic. I think Luke is like nineteen when Star Wars starts, so she would also be nineteen when Star Wars starts. Um, so ten, yeah, and she's like growing up on Alderaan and learning to be a leader and stuff like that. And her well, dad, we get Jimmy Schmitz in. Jimmy Schmitz is going to be back, yes. And he's he's just doing some politics. Oh, that would be class. <laughs> we just like Jimmy Schmitz. Just like Jimmy Schmitz a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, it's not to say that like all um, episodes will be based around her. I'm assuming out of six episodes, they'll have an episode where he goes to visit that family in some way. Yeah, now, his good friend. Here's Jimmy the Smith. issue. Surely she remembers him. Or does she ever see Obi-Wan? Maybe she doesn't see him. But no, she, I'm like, thinking of the the originals. She she's she's with him for like they break her out, yeah. and then Obi Wan dies. <laughs> so I'm trying to. I think they're like no, because cause they're running away while Obi Wan and Darth Vader are facing off. Yes. So they like they never have an interaction the two of them. So you could but, get away with ten year old her seeing him. Yes, and that, then like at the start of a new hope. Uh, she, like the message she puts in R two D two is like, "Oh, you served at my father in, like, in the Clone Wars." She knows about Obi Wan Kenobi, so maybe yeah, he did just call to the house one day. And the, the thing about that is, apparently, the report says that it could be him tracking down and rescuing a ten-year-old Leia from a cantina-like establishment. Right, so they kidnap the senator's daughter, kind of for thing. for a ransom of some sort, and they get in the Jedi to stop it. I mean, that would make sense. That would be cool. Like, Jimmy Smith is like, no, there's only one man I trust on this. And but, it's but Obi-Wan. Not to, get, not to get really into the woods here, but yeah. would Obi-Wan risk it to come out of hiding? Because, I, I mean, he's I technically for, in hiding. But for Anakin's daughter, I think he would. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Like, he, he fucking, he watches over Luke for 20 years just because he feels guilty. So he yeah, could probably he help Leia once. <laughs> Just once. <laughs> and he's like, oh, for fuck, throws his hands up. This fucking one. He's always at me. Right, here we go. Luke, I'll be back in a second, right? Watch yeah. it over you. It's, I mean, I, I don't, like, I I think there's going to be, maybe the first half hour of the first episode is going to cover his first couple of years in the desert. Then there's going to be about 10 years, maybe, of adventures and then I think, because I, I got the feeling at the start of A New Hope that he was he had been alone for a while. Like, he hadn't heard from anyone. Because he's even like, no one's called me Obi-Wan Kenobi in a long time. So I was, but 
then that's only technically nine years after that. Or after this. That could be a long time. Yeah, I suppose. Although he goes from you and McGregor to Alec Guinness in that time. Desert, man. Very stressful. <laughs> He's got that desert wind. He's got that desert rough. wind in his hair. Um, and we're finishing off with our Star Wars news for the week is um, a rumour shot. Oh. That, now, this is the order you told me to, to tell you these stories in, so <laughs> I, I apologise. But uh, is that Stranger Things like Star Wars, the High Republic series, is in development. What does that mean as a sentence? So, a Star Wars, the High Republic series, mm. is in development. Right. And they're hoping to make the series like Stranger Things. Oh. I don't think those two equate very much. In, ter- really. in terms of style, because Stranger Things is an homage to 80s movies uh, about kids getting up to adventures. Yeah. So the High Republic series is going to be about kids getting up to adventures? Or is it more like nostalgia? It's around like, a group of pre-teen and fuck teenage no, heroes. Fuck this. This is awful. I hate this. This is so bad. I have no interest in that. What are you talking about? It's Stranger Things in space. That's terrible. That's what? awful. What are you talking about? No. Connor, imagine it. Lucasfilm are going yeah. to be writing teenagers. Yeah. It's going to be like the CW on drugs. Somehow Palpatine returned <laughs> is going to be writing teenagers. Riverdale combined <laughs> with somehow Palpatine returned. It's a Riverdale Stranger Things Star Wars. It's going to be awful. Oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> I think it could be so bad it could come back around to being good. And what are they? Are they young Jedi? Is that the thing that they're like? I going mean, look. For? It, I think they're looking for a younger Jedi growing up. Right. Um, right. So, great. Love it. <laughs> the younglings. Excellent. Younglings. You have a movie on the younglings. Yeah. There's one. <laughs> There's one moment of focus on younglings in the entire saga. I love it. We start the movie like three days before that and it just ends gruesomely. It's like the lightsaber is coming down on George Lucas's son. And it's just Scene. like, yep, that's me. Bet you're wondering how I got here. But Master, Master Skywalker, what shall we do? <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> I'd watch it. Well, we should do a review of Revenge of the Sith sometime, because I love that movie. I, we've already done the two prequels, the the, the first two, so yeah. we still have the third one. We don't really do a Star Wars every, like, eight months. We'll do it in May, May 4th. We'll do it for May, so why not? We'll if bring it, it out. If it comes out of the hat, who knows? We'll I, I think for May 4 we can make an exception, just yeah. bring out the Star Wars <laughs> review. Um, but yeah, so they're doing, they're going to be doing another series uh, for Star Wars, and it's going to be a Stranger Things like Star Wars, The High Republic. I think we're all excited. That's a ter- like, the whiteboard that that was conceived on. I want to burn it to the ground. They asked a bunch of people in surveys and they said they liked Stranger Things and they liked Star Wars. But that doesn't mean make everything exactly the same as Stranger Things. That's what worked for number nine, didn't it? Episode nine was savage because they looked at the surveys and they just went off what they wanted. But they, but, oh, but no, like those surveys didn't, like that, that wasn't half of the shit that people wanted. There are better theories about what could have happened written by people. My favourite, my favourite is whenever you see anything to do with Lucasfilm, someone always comments the scene from The Simpsons underneath it with the itchy and scratchy yeah. when they ask all the kids. <laughs> you want the real down to earth move or uh, TV show with aliens and spaceships. That's out of this world. And it's like, yes. You don't know what you want. You're idiots. <laughs> so yeah, Sean, lots of Star Wars now, lots of projects coming up. Boba Fett, Mandalorian, they're all right. Stranger Things, Star Wars, I'm all in. I mean, like, if there, if it was like, okay, Jedi Academy, watch these young fucks go on. But that's just Star Wars Rebels, which is a really good show that they've already Let's made. just copy it. Copy and paste it. Nobody's going to know. What if we get what if we get one kid with a shaved head and one kid is in love with her and the other one is like he's really weird and then, and then we'll just one with younglings <laughs> we kill them I just it's just like they they keep trying to get them to like dodge but they just can't they really can't 
Uh, Sean, I think that's it for this week's movie wonders. What what a week! I mean, I, I feel bad. I did come in aggressively at the you start. Feel, you came in grumpy. But yeah, but I calmed down during the middle, and then right at the end, there, God, you you really yeah. did me in, Connor. It's so. funny that the next Star Wars trilogy didn't anger you as much as the Stranger Things Star Wars. That's but that one's just so. Uh, the, the word I want to use is pathetic. Of just yeah, that, being like, oh, people that's like this. In the boardroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's try and make this work. But anyway, Connor, would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. Shoutouts, of course, go to Waffles, Professional Ball Kicker, and Golden Cube Enthusiast. Get boosted, wear a mask, please just be nice, love you. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Groyer Moe for a Bro Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Annie Helmroos, Lil Dicky, as civilization started to rebuild, the tales were viewed as historical fact McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe one that did this, Sammy DeLucia, and Michelle wishing Ronan Brown a very happy 10th birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ronan. I'm sorry for all the swears that I did in this episode. Um, and there were so many. <laughs> there were so, so many, and so many of them uncalled for. Um, but thank you, everyone, for continuing to support us over on Patreon. If you want to join those fine people, there's a link in the description, or it's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. There's also a merch store link below. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawless. I've been Sean Lee. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.